the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. Well, today is the fourth part of a special series on Kenya, Africa. I took a team of 22 people all the way to the equator, and there were so many missions accomplished. I want you to understand the broad scope of what was accomplished, because this will warm your heart. It'll help you see inside of missions and mission trips and what actually happens. But there was prison ministry, and that is the highlight of this segment and this testimony. You're going to hear from Isaac. His story is so powerful about prisons and prison ministry and how God moved in his life and healed his broken heart. So I want you to hear that. Listen in. How did God speak to you oh, on the trip? And lean into here. And he used a good ear. <laughs> uh, how did God speak to me? What this goes way back into October uh, when Jennifer and Doyle said to me, they said, uh, I, I, I think God wants you to go to Africa. And of course, I'm like, okay, I don't know about going to Africa. But the reason why I'm going back there is my very first missionary trip, Doyle said to me, I, I think God wants you to go to Mexico. So I've had several missionary trips in between that. And whenever he said, God wants you to go, you know, prepare yourself. And each one of those times that uh, God prepared me to go. And this time was no different. Uh, and, and, you know, I got excited because, one, I've never been to Africa. Uh, the other, I was very much so looking forward to being on a missionary trip because when you say yes to God, going on a missionary trip, you better watch out. You're getting, ready, you're getting ready, one heck of a ride. <laughs> and, 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 of course, that's what it was. And that was the first part. That was the first time in this particular trip that God said something to me about going. And, and, and from October to all, all the way to the time we got ready to go, the adversary was busy, busy, busy right. trying to stop things from happening. You know, so when you say yes to God, you be prepared, you know, it's okay, we're going to fight this thing, and we're going to put God in front of him and keep on going. So all the way up to, to the day we were getting ready to leave, it was a, a, a completely amazing, 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 and to watch what God does in the middle of it, that was, you know, that, that was the first God moment. <laughs> Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what on the trip? And on the what trip. did you see God do on the trip? Oh my goodness! See, <laughs> <laughs> what, see? Well, one of the things, one of the things that I've learned along the way, when you have a relationship with God, and you begin to walk in the Spirit, you begin to walk serving your Father. God gives you a very, He upgrades your discernment, so you see a lot of things. And uh, on the trip, first thing was what happened to Jennifer. I'm not, I'm not going, I'm staying strong. I know she'll be back with us tomorrow, you know. And so we were praying about it all happening because everything was being designed. To, the, the team that was going was going to serve. And I'm telling you, we went to serve 
And a lot of times, a lot of places we went to, first of all, just to step foot on that, in, in the country, you know, especially after all the things that have been going on with us, and we finally make it there, the spirit in each one of us, the joy in each one of us was absolutely something that to, to behold. And then at the same time, we all recognize, okay, we're here. We're here. It's time for some kingdom business. And everybody put their kingdom business, and we put on the full armor, and we were ready to go into battle. We were ready to go in to serve, and we went, and we went, and we went. And I'm telling you, there wasn't a day, not a one single day, that was absolutely awesome for me. Like Dustin, <laughs> like Dustin said, Jennifer, you, you, God has a tendency to overfill your cup. You know, especially when you say yes to him. And uh, during the time that we were there, God filled each one of our cups. And each one of us, God put them in a certain direction to go do something. And, uh, and, of course, I'm one of those people, just like you all are uh, ambassadors. I love being an ambassador for Christ. And when you know that you're an ambassador and you know you're on a kingdom mission, you better watch out and be ready. So when, when you know that happens, there's a certain time that your cup will be overjoyed and overflow because you, you can feel and you know, excuse me, and you know the anointing is on you. And when you know the anointing is on you, you're going to get ready to do some great things. Okay. And, of course, I'm, I'm a crybaby, too. <laughs> I want to brag on Isaac for a moment because he gave his full version of his testimony at the men's prison for about 150 men sitting out in a hot field and many accepted Christ. And he was our cheerleader and our encourager for the entire trip. (laughs) (laughs) But more than that, more than that, those of you that have teenagers, you better get your teenagers here to church. Ike is there every week. He loves the kids. He, he was Braden's roommate. Yeah. And, and, and I'm telling you, if you want your children to be godly, yeah. what, are you going to put them around godly people? Right. Are you going to let them? One of my sermons was, yeah. you know, that, that we are called to be doorkeepers in the house of God, not dwell in the tents of the wicked. And some of you, I'm, I love you. I'm your pastor. Oh, man. But you need to reevaluate how much time you dwell in the tents of the wicked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, okay. I'm sorry. May, and may I Ike say, is there every go, week with the kids yeah. in the youth ministry. And I love it. And you had a birthday before we went. Ooh-wee. Will you tell them how old, <laughs> how old you are? Well, well, there's so many breakthroughs. One, okay. what, one of the, the major things they're, they're talking about here is this. I am a person that I don't like going to visit people and friends in the hospital. Uh, that's one thing. And the other thing is I don't like going to visit anybody in prison. <laughs> okay? So my breakthrough we're talking about this time, I got an opportunity to be in a men's prison. First of all, we had a choice of whether or not we, get, we wanted to go or not. And I really didn't want to go. But God spoke to me. He says, no, I need you to go. Yes. And so Coach Munguess says, oh, we go. But God says he needs you to go. Uh, and let's, let, let's go. 
So uh, when we got to the men's prison, which I didn't like going, and, uh, and, and, and uh, I'm looking at the young men, and I mean young men that are there in, in prison, and you can see such life and such talent being locked up and not being oh, served. Man. Okay, so then when you look at that, and I'm asking God, what do you want me to do? God, God said, tell your testimony. Okay, and uh, if we got a quick minute, I'll quick give you the background of my testimony. I come from a fa- I come from a family of seven, and from coming from a family of seven, I got four older brothers and two younger sisters, and each one of them know who their father is. Okay, I'm the only one in the family that didn't know who their father was. Okay, uh, my testimony is my story about how I found out who my father was. Um, for years, my oldest brothers they never told me who my father was. I got a chance to talk with them. With my mom, I took my mom's boyfriends out to dinner or to lunch and asked them to find out they were my father, and none of them would tell me that they were. It's okay. And I talked to my mom. I said, Mom, you're getting older. I think it's time for me to find out who your father is. I mean, who my father is. Right now, getting a chance to tell you guys, it's just something, not only is a secret to me, but it's also something that you don't share every day. Well, I said, right with my mom. My mom says, okay, you ready? You think you're ready for this story? You think you're ready to know what the truth is? I said, yeah, I'm ready. I'm a grown man. I can handle this. Tell me what it is. She said, well, remember the story about me getting raped? Mm. I said, yeah, I remember that. She said, well, you're the product of that rape. And my heart just went to pieces at that time. And and that was still hard to tell. So anyway, God delivered me from that. And I didn't, well, man, once I got that information, I did all kind of crazy things, including trying to kill myself. And then the God says, no, I want you to know that I'm your father. Right. I did mm-hmm. what I had to do to get you here. Amen. And, and at, that point, at that point, all the bitterness that I had against my mother coming up, you know, I had to forgive her. Then I forgive myself. And then God was telling me, he says, man, he says, you've got to understand something. I brought you here for a special reason. I brought you here in a special way. Yeah. Okay? And, I, and, and, and then so, therefore, you know, the relationship that we had. And uh, on a Father's Day, the following Sunday, went to church. Man, you're talking about a fantastic Father's Day. That was absolutely amazing. So, anyway, I got a chance to tell that testimony at the prison. And the reason why God wanted me to bring that out is because, first of all, I don't visit prisons. I don't visit friends and people that are in prison. I have a friend of mine who is in prison. He's in prison for a murder case today. He got double life. I'm his, well, one of his best friends, and I never planned on going to see him. He's been telling me and wanted me to come see him forever. Well, after that breakthrough, I decided, okay, God, I guess I'm ready. So I made arrangements to go visit my friend who won't be getting out of jail until 2045. Thank you, Ike. Thank you. See, I I want you to see that that we just took everyday people just like you. Right. But everything that we did in Kenya, we can do here. 
everything you can do. And it's just, you've got to be willing to do that. All right. Well, Isaac really shared, didn't he, about prison ministry and how God moved in his testimony and through his life. You know, all the men went to the men's prison. The women went to the women's prison. We brought them gifts. We brought them practical things. There were so many wonderful things accomplished for God on this trip. We we saw 500 patients at the medical tent. We, we had a doctor with us. We had three nurses with us. We had a pharmacist with us. We had counselors with us. We prayed over every patient. You know, we, we ministered to widows. They were given goats. They were given blankets in Jesus' name. But you know what else we did? We preached. Doyle and I, we preached the gospel. We shared with them the good news. We worshiped God together. And they received the Lord. Many, many, many. They received prayer. We anointed them with oil. We passed communion trays for them. There were close to 2,000 people that participated in the women's conference in Kenya. This was a 30-hour journey all the way to the equator. You know, if you want to participate in this mission or learn more about it, I talk about it in detail in my book, Simply Joy. All of this is on my website. If you'll go to jenniferjackson.com, for a gift of any amount, you can pick up a copy of Simply Joy. You can also go to to the Kenya section and learn more about Kenya. Well, I'm Jennifer Jackson. This is a very special edition of Simply for Women, which you are listening to. Stay with us. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.